Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we discuss, educate and talk about industry news and hot topics, company reviews and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International. With a career covering nearly two decades, Mining International partners with new and junior miners and larger predominant players in the market. With no further ado, here is your host, Rob Tyson. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Dan Myerson, who's executive chairman of 4 Mining Corporation, um, who are a diverse exploration and development company with projects in Saskatchewan, Canada. And they are looking to develop the world's first carbon neutral copper mine. Um, with a financial resources background, Dan has worked for financial institutions and mining companies during his, during his career and now spearheading this exciting project. And we are obviously keen to hear more. So that's welcome down to the podcast. How are you doing, Dan? Hello, Rob. Thanks for having me. It's very nice to be here. Yeah, and I appreciate your time as well. So as we always start off this podcast, I wanted to give uh, our audience um, a background about yourself, about your career um how obviously you got into mining um and then we can talk about um obviously more about the the company and the projects you're involved in sure sure um well uh i started uh, in the industry uh oof, many years ago um with uh, morgan stanley and their equity capital markets team um out of sydney australia and well, that was great. I was always more interested in the trading side of the business. And um, it was still uh, at the time when Glencore were a private company, so they weren't really well known. Um, but I met someone who worked for Glencore. Uh, you know, he arranged an interview. Um, and, you know, long story short, I ended up uh, starting uh, at Glencore within their, their traffic team, uh, which is where most uh, junior guys start um, on the way to, to become a trader. Um, and you know, I was very fortunate in my career and, and came up through the ranks quite quickly as a as a as a concentrates trader, uh, specialising in in, in uh, you know zinc, lead, and, and copper. And um, yeah, it was through that I think that I, you know, whilst whilst trying to, to to become a better trader, I really started looking more downstream in on the smelting side and on the metallurgical side of the business and trying to understand that a lot more. Um, and I was very lucky in that Glencore, you know, gave me so many uh, opportunities to go actually, you know, work at the sites and, and learn, you know, on, on the job. And I find, you know, experience is the best way to learn. Um, and it really was. So I was very lucky to sort of work in a number of operations all over the world, um, you know, in smelting uh, and refining. And then went one step, you know, further further up the chain, I would say, when, and that was um, into the mining side and sort of specialised in underground uh, mines. Um, was really lucky to work in Australia, Peru, Canada. Um, and, yeah, just so I, I, I really, you know, that was where I, I, I saw the economics in, in, let's say, you know, combining assets with trading. Uh, that was Glencore's model and it was just uh, – something that, that, I, that I absolutely loved. And then um, when Glencore bought Extrata in 2013, um, it was almost, um, you know, that they really didn't have many other people, uh, but I was the one that got sent over to, to Canada to go 
sort of you know see see what the business was assess the the potential um and so i did that and and after two weeks it was quite clear that there was a hell of a business uh to be had there you know both on the trading as well as optimizing the assets um so so i did that um you know for the last seven years um and it was a fantastic experience for me as again i'm extremely lucky um but um i guess i'm most lucky because you know through my time in canada and you know i was not only was i uh, you know, optimizing and, and managing our, our overall assets as well as the trading business. But um, I was also looking for for opportunities for growth, so both organic and M um, and A. And it was then that in 2015 I came across Foran Mining. It was when they drilled um, their they discovered their their second deposit in their camp, which is called Big Stone. Um, and they hit a hundred meter hole at 2% copper. There was, you know, three grams per ton gold. Uh, there was a part of it with, I think, seven meters uh, of 27% zinc. So just, just phenomenal grades, an absolutely phenomenal hole. And um, I remember, you know, seeing them release that hole to the market, and I looked and I was like, wow, this is a hell of a hole. Uh, but what was more surprising was that uh, their shares got sold off that day. And I thought, you know, I know this is bad times because remember, this is 2015. This was a dark time. And, you know, the, the last decade has been very bad for base metals, but this was the worst of it. And um, I, I, so I, I, I looked deeper and then I saw, you know, Pierre Lasson, probably one of the greatest mining investors of all time, uh, owned 10% of the company. Um, there was another chap by the name of Darren Morecambe who owned around 15%. Both these gentlemen still do own those same percentages. Um, and so I got in touch with them and, and uh, we had a meeting and, I, and I, I, I said to them, I was like, guys, I mean, this is amazing. Uh, fine. You know, congratulations. And they both said to me, they were like, yeah, look, no one cares. <laughs> and I, 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 I said, I said, I yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, I was like, I do. And don't worry. You know, don't worry. Everyone will soon. And you know, the, the, these guys obviously got much more experience than me. And uh, and they said they said, look, you know, to create value in a mining company, it's real simple. You need three things. So I said, okay. So I said, Number one, you need a low cost, long life asset. So that was quite clear. They had that. Um, and then they said, number two, you need to start the development of your asset and the you know further exploration at the right time in the pricing environment and that was missing so that was a key thing that was missing and you know it's 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 unfortunate but you know for the mining industry to get going your subject your your means of financing are dependent on your equity so um, you know, to to release these drill holes and do all this this uh, this this work by by raising equity and then diluting you, yourselves and your other shareholders is just irresponsible. So it was unfortunate, but it was very it was it was like a like a light bulb moment for me because they they explained it so simply and it was just so clear that you know you have to wait for the right time to go and that's and that's when you can really you know create value for not only your shareholders, but your stakeholders and the, the rest of society as a whole um, by developing uh, a project and building communities. So, so that was a, a big telltale moment for me. And, and 
you know, the, before I, I, I finished, the third part of, of it, just for your listeners, was um, um, the, the third component of value creation was really uh, to have an honest, credible, capable management team that's properly aligned with other stakeholders. Um, and, you know, for us, there's no better way to be aligned than by owning as much of the, the asset and equity as you possibly can. So that's what we do. It's what I do. Um, you know, I don't take a salary. I'm, uh, my salary is, is, is all compensated basis equity, no cash. Um, but uh, we do these things, you know, to, to, to set the standard in, in, in the industry. So that's what we, you know, one of the things we try to do. Yeah. Now that's a that's a, a, a great story and probably the right time to get in in 2015. So um, I wondered if you um, tell us a little bit more about Fora and obviously you've got a relatively unique approach to mining. Um, I just wonder if you can tell us a little bit more about uh, the vision and about the team. Sure, sure. So, um, well, the, the vision I, I'd say what really sets us apart is 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 um, you know sort of our focus on on building a, a carbon neutral mine um, and why we do why we do that we do that you know number one it's the right thing to do for the world I, I would say that we've got a uh, we we all living in a great oxymoron oxymoron right now in that well. Uh, uh, globally, we would love to decarbonize, um, but unfortunately, the way to decarbonize is to electrify. Uh, now, to electrify, we need copper. Yet, the oxymoron is to get the copper from the ground, you emit a lot of carbon. So, um, we've got to find a way to solve that. So, you know, that was something that really drove our, our, our thinking a, a little bit uh, more in how we could be a bit more responsible in how we mine. Um, now, for us, we're very blessed to be in Canada, one of the best jurisdictions in the world. Um, but more than that, we also have access to fantastic hydropower, so it's renewable energy. Um, so we utilize that as our main power source. Uh, we're also looking at a number of other uh, renewable energy projects. Um, these are more uh, to develop, um, you know, uh, assist with the community development around us as well. Um, so we do these types of activities and, and investments. Um, and um, and then yeah, we we utilize a number of other uh, sort of technologies that you know were were have been around, but really in the last two to three years, really uh, you know became sort of ind industry acceptable. Um, and so and by example of that would be sort of electric trucks, electric equipment, scoops, that sort of thing. So, yeah, and then we do a number of other things on surface uh, as well. You know, for example, you know, little things like using hempcrete rather than concrete. Um, it's, hempcrete is, is carbon negative. So we do that. Uh, but also, I mean, it's actually cheaper than concrete. So, you know, for us, it's a, it's a no brainer to do these kinds of things, really. Um, and you also have to factor in, uh, you know, the strategic vision um, in the way the world is moving in the form of carbon taxes and other things like that, you know, these costs are going to be borne by the operations. And we obviously want to make ours as economical as possible and as sustainable as possible. And that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Um, I understand your models based on the combination of circular economics and ESG principles. Um, I want to tell us more about the, the concepts that you plan to incorporate in the development of your uh, deposits sure sure so um well i i would say by circular circular economics i think we would refer to 
when we think about that, that's more about thinking about the community that you operate in um, and, you know, trying to build up as much as you possibly can there um, and, and in, and in your, your, your province as well as your country. So, so that's the way uh, when, we, when we talk about circular economies, that's the way we do, do it. Um, and not only build up businesses around your mind, uh, uh, just build up a business from the mind, but build up other businesses around that. Um, so that's a big focus for us. Um, and then look, in terms of ESG, I think ESG is a buzz acronym that gets thrown around a bit too flippantly uh, these days. Um, it's very important for us, but you know, really what it stands for, and that's environment, social and governance. Um, so the environment we, we touched on with our zero carbon approach, social, I mean, you know, people talk about assets being 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 your, your number one asset in, in mining, but it's really people are your number one asset. So we um, spend a lot of time, uh, you know, investing in our people, uh, and that starts from the senior management team. And as we go about building our mine, uh, that will reflect further into into the communities, the country of of, of Canada as well, and and you know, other places we choose to grow. Yeah. So, just wondering if you can tell us a little bit about uh, the region of Saskatchewan where you're where you're operating, just for people that are not in. Uh, on, don't know too much about Canada. Obviously, we have a lot of Canadian listeners, but those that uh, are not in Canada, um, one of them just give us a, um, a description of the, obviously the, the region. Sure. Um, uh, I would say Saskatchewan, um, or according to the Fraser Report, it was uh, uh, voted, you know, the third best jurisdiction in the world uh, for mining. It's uh, the number one jurisdiction in Canada out of all the provinces. Um, I would say it's probably a very um, much an up-and-coming uh, mining jurisdiction, particularly for base base metals. Um, but it's fantastic. Uh, the government there are uh, amazing. We we are very lucky. They are very engaged. Um, they understand the importance. They understand uh, of of mining to the economy. The importance of responsible mining. Um, they're very engaged uh, with in terms of community involvement and development um and yeah i mean we just again we very very lucky um it's 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 rare that you can have such a good dialogue directly with uh, you know certain uh, regulatory bodies and, and and authorities and and you know uh, ministers in government but uh, they they enable that and and you know it's to their credits why they will advance their their economy uh, so much quicker than probably most i would say yeah um, can you tell us more about the, the deposit at McAveney Bay um, and the uniqueness and potential it actually has? Sure, sure. Um, so McAveney Bay um, is, the, the, is our first deposit that we plan to bring into uh, production. Uh, it's the first of, of we have quite a few um, uh, well, deposits as well as uh, new targets. Um, it's a VHMS camp, um, which typically, you know, the deposits appear in clusters. Um, and um, Macalvina Bay, it's copper, gold, silver, and zinc. Um, so polymetallic, uh, just a fantastic mix of metals. Um, and uh, would be, you know, your our, our, our copper uh, sort of all-in cost is uh, 44 cents per, per pound. So we Q1. Uh, on the quartile, first quartile. Um, 
What else? Um, we're very lucky that all our infrastructure is already built as well. So you have an all-access road uh, that can uh, that is connected to rail as well. So so we don't have to spend any money on the infrastructure there. So that's fantastic. Um, the deposit itself uh, starts just just below the dolomite, so about thirty meters below surface. Um, and yeah, it's open up dip, down dip, along strike. Uh, we've been having some fantastic results, uh, as as you probably probably would have seen released to the market. Um, but yeah, we now uh, we're just finishing up our, our drill program there at Macquarie Bay. Uh, we will we we actually going to extend it a fair bit uh, now, given the success that we've had just on the up dip part of the deposit. Um, but then we're more excited, um, not more excited, but uh, equally excited to to start testing some of our new discoveries in the rest of our our camp. Um, and you know, start start, start uh, sort of demonstrating how we will sequence these into production with the Macquarie Bay deposit with Big Stone um, by our centralised mill. Yeah, um, I wondered if you can give us uh, um, tell tell you and it's a little bit about those results for those that may may not be aware of. Sure. Um, so I'd, I'd say probably the most recent uh, results uh, would be the most relevant for you. And so we just intercepted about 40 meters uh, of copper mineralization, um, you know, across sort of four zones of of the deposit, um, which is it's 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 huge for us in a, for a number of reasons. I mean, you you will the width of it can now increase your tons per vertical meter. So not to get too technical, but it effectively allows for a greater uh, amount of ore to be mined uh, more than provisionally thought. The grades were fantastic in, in that, you know, they were between two and three and a half percent copper. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, we've got we've got a lot more to come. We, 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 we've got a drill program now that will probably go until the end of 22. So, um, you know, we while we start to build the, 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 the Macalvina Bay deposit, we will continue drilling uh, not only uh, some of the up to section of Macalvina Bay, but as well as the rest of the, 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 the Hanson Lake district in our camp, um, which for us is very important because it's part of our strategy um, in that we don't want to just, you know, stop exploration. Exploration is very important to us, particularly for our life of camp approach. Um, the recent investment by Prem Watsa, uh, Fairfax Financial, is obviously a great boost to uh, a great boost to the company. Um, how did that come about, and um, what does that mean for the business in the market? Um, yeah, that's that's huge for for us. Um, you know, we're still pinching ourselves a little bit um, at um, at Prem and, and and his team. Uh, it's um, I'd say it's it's so big because you know I mean Prem is known uh, as being the Warren Buffett of Canada. Uh, uh, him and and his chief investment officer Wade Burton they they typically don't invest in mining so for them to make a, a foray uh, in, into mining like they have with us um, is uh, it's just it, it really you know it's such a it's, it's so positive for us and that it just you know adds credibility um, and we 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 didn't think we could find a better long term partner uh, than them, and they share our, our passion for responsibility, for safety, um, and and you know for ultimately that that it will create uh, you know superior returns. Um, and you know, we're very grateful again. Um, yeah. So. 
And what did they see in the company and the project? Or was it a combination of both and the people involved? I can't speak too much for them. I think I think they they obviously look. Ultimately, they I think they they agree there was a fantastic asset. Um, they I think they they very much uh, uh, liked our vision and were aligned with our values and for that. Um, and I, I think yeah. I mean, I mean, I got it. I guess you might have to ask them. I'm sorry, I can't give you a better answer. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just wondered if they they gave you any reasons as to why they invested in you. Was it? I take it would probably be the combination of the asset, the management team, um, and obviously the potential. Um, but no, that's fine. That's that's a question that they can answer. So, as a conclusion, what's the future for our mining? And I suppose over the short to medium term. Well. The, the future of foreign mining, um, we think it's extremely bright. Um, and I would say for us, you know, in the short term, we want to start demonstrating the, the potential of, of our camp of Hanson Lake District. Um, we're so excited for that um, and really to show that, um, as well as build um, McElvina Bay and put it into production, um, you know, and really be a blueprint for the industry for responsible mining, um, and, and show that it can generate superior economics. I mean, that that's you you have to do it to show it. So uh, that's what we want to do. We want to go about and, and get started. Um, yeah. So so continue to to build it and and demonstrate that we can generate superior economics and superior returns for you know our shareholders, our stakeholders, and society as a whole. Um, but ultimately, look, we want to make mining sexy and. And and we want to attract the best people to to the industry. You know, typically the uh, the, the 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 young generation today and and the bright people and uh, would all go work at the Googles and Facebooks and Tesla and all of that. We want to be that company as well. And and I think mining is is one of the last sort of industrial industries that's yet to truly revolutionise. Um, and and technologize and um, yeah we would love to attract some of that talent uh, to our industry and, and provide a springboard for them to to do great things and ultimately change the world for the better. Yeah, certainly. Um, really appreciate your time, Dan, in uh, giving us uh, giving us an overview of for our mining and obviously the exciting uh, project that you're undertaking um, in Canada. Um, it's certainly one that I'm gonna watch. Um, and take a take notice of over the, over the coming years. It sounds like a great great opportunity, um, and obviously wish you well uh, in your e- endeavours. So, if our audience wants to reach out and have have any questions that they want to ask you, um, how can they go about doing that? Are you on any social media? Um, I'm still getting getting going with the social media. I'm not very good at it. Um, I typically try to stay away from it. Uh, but yes, we are on LinkedIn. So if they look look for look for Dan Myson or Foran Mining, uh, that would be best. And um, otherwise, I would encourage them to to reach out to to our um, our, our email, which would be I'm not going to give my personal one, but I'll give uh, the other the company one, which is um, ir at foranmining.com. Yeah, no worries. We'll, keep, we'll put that in the uh, show notes accompanying this, uh, this podcast. So really appreciate your time, Dan. Um, gave a, a great account of um, foreign mining um, and the potential uh, the project has. So 
Um, the audience listening, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have got any questions and you want to reach out to Dan, um, he's given the email address, which will accompany the um, show notes of this uh, podcast. So um, they will be there. Guys that are watching on the YouTube channel, appreciate if you can like and share um, below. Um, so this is so this uh, reaches more people within the mining community, especially if they search on YouTube or Google. Um, obviously, mining videos, mining podcasts, etc. Um, hope you um, hope you enjoyed listening. I certainly did. Um, and until next time, happy mining! Thanks for listening to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. If there are any topics you want discussed or questions you want to ask any guests, then you can email us at rob at mining-international.org or you can follow Rob and Mining International on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube for more content and to have your questions answered. Until next time, happy mining!